0: Welcome to Sisters by Faith. Sisters by Faith is a podcast done by women of color discussing everyday issues that are affecting our culture. Anything from relationship goals to spirituality. So grab your girlfriends, sip some tea, and put your feet up. It's about to get real. Stay tuned. On episode three of Sisters by Faith, we'll be discussing Parenting Styles 101. I am joined by Tanisha and Ms. Val, and we're just going to give you guys a little feedback as to what has worked for us, what has not worked for us, and what type of skills we have learned over the years that we implement in our own lives with children. How do you ladies feel about that?
1: I'm excited. I actually have a question for my mom. Okay, let's go. What
0: you have? <laughs> oh, Lord.
1: <laughs> well, um... How did you how did you um like work out your parenting style when you got married the first time? Because, you know, daddy had two boys, you had a girl. So how did you guys merge the way you guys were gonna raise us back in the day? That's a good question. And I asked because, you know, right now as a single parent <clears throat> it's just I raised Brooklyn on my terms exactly how I want, but I know at some point, you know, when I'm with somebody, I'm gonna have to be okay with them raising her as well. And I just wanna know how do I just slide into that because it's just been me and her and I like stuff a certain way. Right. You know, she's she needs to be very structured based on her personality. So I don't need somebody who's like, Oh I'll just you let her do to what she wanna do. I can't I cannot. And yeah. I don't wanna, you know, be stepping on toes and make my significant other feel like they don't have a voice. So How did you manage to, like, if you wanted to discipline one of the the boys, but it's not the way Daddy would have did it, like, how did y'all come to an agreement with that?
2: Well, for me, honestly, it took me a couple years to to get comfortable. I wasn't comfortable, you know, at first, because your brothers were pretty bad. (laughs) And Um, I actually, you know because they were so disruptive. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a strong word right there. Put you in a separate school for them cuz <clears throat> I didn't want to <laughs> People when they hear the last name early and say, "Okay, she's related to this early," and I didn't want them to label her wow. as being a disruptive kid. Wow. And that and that's real talk. I, and your daddy will test out to it. I didn't want her to go in the same school, but I can say I was still trying to get my foot with. I'm in, a, in in this new marriage, and I got two new kids, mm-hmm. and then my kids. So I'm gonna always be a mama most so my mo. That was to protect her. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna put her in a different environment right now until things get a little better. So I can see that I can. Bring them all together, you know, in one school, you know, and then they brothers and sisters. But at the beginning, I wouldn't let her. I wouldn't let her go to the same school.
0: So, how long did it take you to be able to merge everybody together, where you got to a place where I was... say
2: it probably took about two, two three years. Really? Yeah, to just get to the get to that. Um, okay, you know, these are my my husband's kids, my stepkids, you know. And I do have the right to discipline, but I was, I was scared to discipline because I was like, in my mind, I'm not, I'm not their biological mom, so I don't have, I didn't feel I had the right to, even though he never said I couldn't, you know, mm-hmm. but I just, I felt that way. Did that know? cause so conflict I made, with you guys? Not, no, not really, because mm-hmm. I just mainly kind of focused, it was kind of like, we you know, we were in a relationship, but for us, the parent it was still a little separate. Mm-hmm. I just mainly focused on Nisha. You know, because she was, she was, that was my child. You know, we done came in, and then as you and I, we got three kids. Mm-hmm. But she was my primary focus until I got comfortable saying, oh, yeah, if they cut up, I can, you know, put them in time. Uh, if they need a spanking, i give them a spanking.
0: So did the boys live with you full time, or they just came mm-hmm. and visited they on the weekends?
1: They full time. Wow. It was full time. Okay. Okay. They were That's
2: already with their dad when we came along. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it was, it was, it was not, it was not an easy process for me at the beginning.
1: I can imagine, because, yes, one of my brothers in particular is off the chain. <laughs> you will never think now, as mm-hmm. sexual as he is, mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. do you also think that the fact that they were boys played a role while I was the only girl at the time, and then on top of that, um, like, you're not really a disciplinarian, No, you not. know, daddy was always the disciplinary in the house if we got whoopings like I could probably count on one hand how I many times my mom has ever whooped me mm-hmm. maybe like three right but she was that, was that was just not her role you know she don't really got to because she just right. got to look at yeah. it yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And usually <laughs> you know my kids
2: I didn't never have to spank any of you know my girls the boys you know they, you know, they got spankings but the girls I could just be like just give them that look i will be like you know what you know it's that tone of my voice they knew i meant business i didn't have to do anything other than that and even at the age they are now it still it still kind of works yeah yeah
0: i i agree with that too because i don't think i've really ever had to spank my kids maybe once mm-hmm. and that just i mean growing up i was faint you Me know too. that's that's how i grew good. up on. hold on, yeah. hold on.
1: Y'all kill me with this spank. We is not white. <laughs> well, you got a whooping, but whooping. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, all the, of it. Play that out there. All
1: y'all. the above. All Ain't of nobody that. getting spankings around here. We whooping ass. Well, yes. I, <laughs> yeah. And the
0: way that we were disciplined was. And we still are. My brother and my sister and I are really close, so we would never tell on each other. So, so everybody got. My to mom made us stand in line, and we all got whooped together. And that's just how that's just how we did Girl, it.
1: My dad was. He would have us stand <laughs> on the like our hands to the back of the couch yeah. with your butt sticking out, yes. uh-huh. and, we'll and he we'll go down yes. the line. Yes, mm-hmm. that's that's how. We and do. I didn't tell either because I wanted my brothers to like me, mm-hmm. so I, I wouldn't say this. So I, a lot of whoopers I got, I didn't even. need now, now do, you, do you
0: feel like um, whoopings are necessary, or can you just have a verbal conversation with your child as a disciplinary action?
1: I think it depends mm-hmm. on the child, and mm-hmm. it depends on what, what you're doing, what, what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, Brooklyn is eight, I probably whooped her three times mm-hmm. in her entire life. Mm-hmm. But she's, she's very mature. She understands mm-hmm. when I speak to her. So mm-hmm. it has to be something really severe for me to have to put my hands on right. her to get a point across. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it does work sometimes, but it's definitely not a, mm-hmm. that's all I'm going to do. Because right. you keep on, you know how many times we say, keep on, knock y'all, beat y'all. You all beat yeah. you you do not mm-hmm. do nothing. they yeah, like, she just yeah. going to be saying that she ain't going to yeah. do nothing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to find what works for y'all. Mm-hmm. And with me and her, typically just me speaking to her is enough. Yeah. Now she knows if, if I don't speak to her, she don't really like mess up. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it just, it just depends. Mm-hmm. But with mine, I don't have to. I don't have to put my hands on her
0: too much. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Like my kids are really emotional kids, so like. If I talk to them and they know that I'm upset, that hurts them more than a spanking or whooping ever would because they know they've disappointed me or disappointed their dad, you know what I mean? So I think it it does boil down to your child individually, you know, because they all have different personalities And, and like you said, what they did. You
2: know, because sometimes some, you got to get yeah. physical. Sometimes the spanking work for one, and mm-hmm. you might have three other kids that you could just have a conversation with, and they yeah. cool. But that one kid, you got to tat that ass. Yeah, that was my sister. She <laughs> she like was brother. the
0: one that would get whoopings and never cry. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that just made my mom and dad even more mad because <laughs> yeah. he they oh. are tired, and yeah. she just sitting there bearing it. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, so, you know, eventually they stop, and yeah. she just... You know, but that was her, she never cried during the whooping, I don't care who beat her, how hard they beat her for how long. Mm-hmm. That's just how she, she mm-hmm. just always had that mental toughness the, like the that. Life.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> for real. That's, that's mm-hmm. for so, but yeah. Do you feel like being strict is more effective than being lenient or vice versa? I think,
1: again, I think it's situational yeah. and I think it depends on the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause, like you said with yours, like if they're emotional, you don't even really have to be strict. Mm -hmm. Just the fact that they know I don't make my mom mad, she's upset, she's disappointed. Mm -hmm. That's like the worst thing ever. She's gonna be disappointed in you. Mm -hmm. You don't, you know, you could just have a calm conversation, and that's gonna make more of an impact than you yelling and fussing and cussing and all that other Mm -hmm. stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then I've seen some kids that get whoopings every day, and yeah. they they the worst ones seem
2: like you know like they eat them 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 beans you know so. But I think sometimes that comes from the kids just getting you know, getting whipped every day because I don't think no kid really needs a whipping every day. Yeah. But it's that if you want to call it that generational curse of probably how they parents were raised they figure that was the answer because that's all they know. Mm-hmm. So most nine times out of ten you do what you know you feel okay. My grandma re- whipped us all the time so. Then that mama whipping her kids, and that person, and it's just like a continuation of a cycle. Mm -hmm. But when I had my kids, how I was raising them, because I I didn't get a whole lot of whippings, but when I got them, they was memorable. You know, yeah. that I didn't want to get <laughs> yeah. another one. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but I always knew I said if I ever had kids, you know, I wasn't going to spank my kids unless I felt I absolutely That's needed right. to do That's to talk right. um, to do that because mm-hmm. nobody in my family ever sat down. If you did something wrong, nobody sat down and said, you know, well, I'm going to punish you because you did X, Y, Z, That's whatever. Right. It just, you know, and and you could say I didn't do it, and you might not have done it, but you still going to get a whipping. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so you never it, it was never really fair. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you just get punished. You know, because. Somebody else did something wrong when you just it just trickled down to you as well. So, mm-hmm. but I always said I would, you know, my kids, I was going over, you know, I would talk to them. And if I did spank them, you know, I'm going to still talk to them and say, This is why you you got to spank it today, mm-hmm. and, you know, and
1: follow that with, you know, I love you, mm-hmm. but this is why I, I did this. Okay, so. I, <laughs> yeah. I can agree with that with like doing what you what you know mm-hmm. because, like I said, I didn't get many weapons from her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't with my child. Right. You know, I can have a conversation with her, I can talk to her. Mm-hmm. Unless it's again something severe. Now if you put yourself in danger or something like that, I'm right. gonna tear your ass up Because right. yeah. You're gonna remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how, you know, Brooklyn that's how she knows. Mm-hmm. If I if I have to whoop you you really you know. Really yeah. mm-hmm. 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 Um so yeah, I agree. It definitely you gotta, you gotta stop it. But if you put whooping your child every day and they doing the same thing, when are you going to stop? Like, all right, it's got to be something else. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you have to really know your kids honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you raising them and they there, but do you really know them? Right. Are you having conversation mm-hmm. with them? Because if you are, you know, this whooping ain't working. Okay, what, what do you care about? Mm-hmm. What do you just have to have? Because mm-hmm. that's what you gotta use as your, you know, disciplinary tool. That's right. It ain't got to be your hand all the time. That's right. You know, we can't let these kids. Manipulate us, which Lord they know how to do, make yes. you feel bad for doing something like, and mm, something else could be not. totally
2: going on too. You got to, you know, yeah. you got to, you got to be paying attention to your kids, cause things could be going on with them, and they're acting <clears> out. <throat> and you know, if they're getting molested, mm-hmm. and you you whipping them, right. cause you know they're trying to they're trying to let somebody know, but they don't really know how to let you know. Right. But you come, you whipping them. Right. So they ne- they never gonna say anything. Mm-hmm. They're gonna keep continue to have these outbursts and these disruptive behaviors because you're not taking the time out to say okay this is going on three four times why Mm -hmm. why is this going on Mm -hmm. why do i gotta whip him every day of the week or her you know
0: do you think it's a a cultural thing with the the whoopings because i remember and granted i was a young mom but i remember i'll never forget i was at one of my family functions and My daughter had did something. I took her in the room and talked to her. And when I came out, everybody was like, you know, you raising her like she white. You need to whoop her. Wow. And I'm thinking, yeah. how am I raising her like she mm-hmm. white? Because I'm talking to my child mm-hmm. instead of being her. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I remember one aunt, she told me, I love how you're raising her. That's how you should do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, I'm wondering if it's a cultural thing for people Absolutely, to just feel yeah. like you need to beat your kids instead of communicating with because them. Because like you they said, know. we could be missing something. Yeah.
2: And that's what they you know. know. You know, if you don't know nothing, you you don't learn nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, but you it's just not from that,
1: it's, it's deeper than that. Yeah. Go back um, to slavery yeah, yep. that. How else did they get yeah, us to do anything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's whooping us, beating mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. and all that. So, yeah, no, yeah. I don't think it is definitely cultural, mm-hmm. absolutely because we do know that whoopings or corporal punishment or whatever it does work. Mm-hmm. It just don't work all the time. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It work for just, everybody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You got to know. You have to know your child. At the end of the day, you got to know your kid. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, with this whole topic of. I, I see a lot of women, single women, that are raising kids, and they some of them will say, "Well, I don't need a man to help me raise my my kids. I got this." They lie. Do you feel like you need to have a, a male figure, or if it makes more of an impact? I'm starting this figure. because you know I'm the only <laughs> single
1: one here. Um, I feel like any woman that says that is a liar. Mm-hmm. I do feel like having both parents is very, very necessary. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not their biological parent, there's a good, positive male role model that's needed because they can show the daughter, I'm going to say daughter because I have a a daughter, you know, what to expect from a man, Mm -hmm. how a man should treat her, how a man should talk to her, and, you know, all these type of things. And what they're going to be looking for, they're not going to fall victim to having to fill this void of love from a man because... The father's absent. Right. And that's what these people just aren't understanding. Like, yeah, you can make a baby. Anybody can do that mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. But you're not, how are you impacting this child's life? Right, right. So, I do think both parents, it's beneficial because each parent is given something different. Mm-hmm. If you have a son, you can't teach a boy how to be a man. Exactly. And a man yep. can't teach a girl how to be a woman. It don't exactly. work that way. Right. That's just not how we're made to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel sometimes, you know, as a single parent, like, I get pissed off because I feel like my child getting gypped. Like, I have both parents. Even mm-hmm. once they separate, I still have active parents. Right. And I learned a lot from my dad. I learned a lot from my mom. I want to be able to give these things to her mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. You know, in the immediate home. And it's just, you know, her and I and whoever it is that I'm going to, you know, be with. But until then, I just surround her with positive males, period. Right. Because they're going to teach her
0: something. Mhm. Yeah.
1: But that's, yes, that's good. It's Beated. needed. Mm-hmm. So stop lying. <laughs> and y'all need to stop making these damn babies if you ain't going to pay for them. Take care of them and all that shit. Get me started. She it's is right. amazing. It's sport. an open wound for me. It's a little raw. Yeah, I
2: heard
0: you. Yeah, I agree that um, you guys know I didn't grow up with my biological dad. But my, my stepdad, who I consider my dad because he raised me was there you know what i mean but even then you still you still grow up feeling a void there in some kind of way because it's like you know you know you have a biological parent out there that has nothing to do with you and that affects the kids you know so when they grow up they could be acting out or they may have some type of emotional issues that they are dealing with because of this type of thing. So, you know, like, even like you said, with Brooklyn, even though her dad is not there, you have positive role models around her, that is very important, you know what I mean? And thank God for my stepdad, who is a.k.a. my dad, you know what I mean? Because who knows what I would have turned out to be, you know, had he not took on that role of raising me, you know what I mean? So I, I do feel it's very important, especially with our young black men, because they're out here, Trying to figure it out the best way they can. You know, and they're making poor choices. Yeah. You know, trying to prove themselves in the streets, you know what I mean? And feel like they have to provide for their family as the, family. the male figure. You know what I mean? So it it's 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 deep. It it's runs deep. And they
2: provided in the wrong way. Mhm. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, I definitely agree with both of you ladies on that aspect. Um, I don't care how independent you think you are, you know, you, you need both parents, you know, whether you're together and under that same roof or just being, you know, available to be there and right. communicate with your child. You, you, you need both. Mm-hmm. So, um, stop with the madness, you know, <laughs> the, the kids, they 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 need, you know, especially boys, they do, they need that positive role They do. That role model. Mm-hmm. And the girls... Um, they need that love of that dad or that stepdad or the grandpa, or whatever, because they need to know what a man is supposed to be doing and how they're supposed to treat a woman and stuff like that. Um, as they as they get older, but um, it's definitely needed. I had I haven't had that opportunity. I didn't grow up in a household where anybody was ever married. My mom was never married, you know. Um, I see when my dad got married, but he got married, you know, I was I was grown when he got married, so I've never been in a household um prior to me getting married, you know, having, you know, the parents, you know, in the same household or whatever like that. So that was something that, you know, with my kids, I want wanted to wanted to have that. So mm-hmm. when we got married, you know, when you have that relationship, you know get a divorce, there still was a good relationship there for him to be in there be in their lives and they know right. that's their dad and, you know, they can go to him and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it's definitely you definitely need a two parent, um two parent household Co parenting, you know, you need that, so stop playing with it.
1: Do you, you had a question? <laughs> I just want to say when you said about uh, the relationship, I think men who are not actively involved in their kids' life need to understand when these baby mamas, quote unquote, be fussing in this and a third, it's not always about money. Mm-hmm. Yes, it. kids are expensive as hell. You just need to have a relationship right. with them. Right. Kids don't remember what they the hell you bought. They don't. They remember mm-hmm. what you said, what y'all did, you know, mm-hmm. and I, this I know for a fact because that's how my daughter is. She, mm-hmm. she, she appreciates the time yes. rather than whatever yes. you said you're gonna send her. Mm-hmm. And then don't tell her you're gonna do something exactly. and you won't do they it. Because she them. remember that shit too. Mm-hmm. So, you got, we just gotta do better with them thinking, oh, you know, she just wanna get money out of me this, that, and the third. That's not what it is call them, Mm -hmm. text them, whatever. However, you need to build a a real relationship Mm -hmm. with your child because that does make a difference.
0: Now, what about the men that say they want a relationship with their kids, but the mothers kind of block that from happening because they're not in a positive situation?
1: I hate them. (laughs) I do not like women like that. Like I don't understand because for somebody who doesn't have my child's father around like I feel like he should be or mm-hmm. even my feelings aside, the way he should be and you have a man who's trying, Right. that pisses me off mm-hmm. because you could have the help right. while I'm out here begging for it. Right. Like that, that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem with that is you haven't done whatever feelings you have. There should be no issue. If you and this man aren't together, there should be no issue between you him mm-hmm. and the kids. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only reason that's a problem is the somebody still got feelings, mm-hmm. and you mad that he with such and such. Mm-hmm. Girl, that ain't got shit to do with you. Right. Let right. that man be with right. that woman. Right. right. Now if he got taking care is, of his kids, then that's different. That's different. But yeah. still, you can't make nobody do nothing they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So why even stress about it?
2: That's I think true. in that situation, mm-hmm. she only could be concerned about how that person is treating your kids. I don't care nothing mm-hmm. about you and who you dating or whatever. How they treat my kids—that's my mm-hmm. only concern. Everything mm-hmm. else is is irrelevant. But, um, and just piggybacking on what you had said, um, earlier, men, you give women too much control, um, when Mm -hmm. you want for the ones that want to be there in the kid's life, you know, um, you can't just go off or, you know, cause she mad at you or whatever the case may be. You, you got rights just like she has rights. You got rights. Mm -hmm. So you know what you got to do get you a lawyer and go to court and you and, and, and fight for custody so you can get the time that you need without having to be begging to spend mm-hmm. time with your child when you want to spend time because she in her feelings this week That's because right. whatever's going on in her life, now she mad at you, she don't take it out and you, the kid. Now, now the child can't spend time with you because she mad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not fair. Right. Get, get yourself together, get your attorney, and, and, and make it happen mm-hmm. so you can spend time with your kids. Don't let the women have all the control.
0: Agreed. Um, switching gears a little bit, how do you feel about being a parent and a friend to your child. Because I know you guys, well, although you're older now, mm-hmm. I love y'all's relationship. Mm-hmm. I tell y'all all the time, y'all are more, to me, like sisters than mother-daughter. Mm-hmm. Because y'all have, like, this open communication. Y'all are just, you could really talk about anything to each other. And I know you always say it hasn't always mm-hmm. been that way, you know, but what did it take to get to this point?
2: I think with us, I think... <clears throat> When I think things probably changed more when when you had Brooklyn, I think 'cause she she now gets it. She understands Uh, mm -hmm. why I did certain things or uh, why I said things. She she gets now because she's a parent. Mm -hmm. So I think our relationship you know improved on that level because we're both parents and she has a better understanding. Like I say, it hadn't always been that way, but we have an excellent relationship and and I love it. That, but you gotta you gotta have boundaries. You know, Um, our relationship started probably a little later than probably most parents. You mother and daughter relationship started, but you can't you you gotta have a relationship good enough that that child can always feel comfortable enough to come to you, but you don't want it to get to the point where, you know, they're. It, it gets disrespectful because mm-hmm. sometimes kids think you you know you're too friendly. What they come up to you, hey, hey, or you, you know, mm-hmm. to the mom, right. they not I'm not right. you, or you right. today, you know. <laughs> yeah. So no, that's that's disrespectful, mm-hmm. you know, right there. So I think you got you got to have some boundaries, but you got to have it open enough for kids to to be comfortable to come and talk to you if things are going on because because you wanna you wanna know you mm-hmm. want your kids to come and um, talk to you. Agree. we
1: ain't always like this. I think that's just. Normal for a teenager or a child, right? Teenager becoming a young woman into bump heads because Mm -hmm. we're alike in a lot of ways, you know. We got very big personalities, always got something to say, Mm -hmm. but I can't say what I want to say because I'm a child, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I didn't have to say it because she could see it, right? You Mm -hmm. know, so it definitely wasn't like that. I felt like I knew I could talk to her about anything, but I felt like I couldn't. If yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I knew deep down, okay, if I didn't tell my mom about this, I can, but I felt like I couldn't because I felt like she was just so mean mm-hmm. and she wasn't going to understand anything, you know. Because mm-hmm. parents ain't never been the same age that we've been before, <laughs> right? Um, but I was
2: mean, I was, she I, was mean. I
1: admit to that, but
2: I was very mean, and it's and like I said, that's probably a whole nother podcast, <laughs> yeah. But I but I was very mean, I ain't mm-hmm. even going to talk mean. me. <laughs> oh, wow,
1: <laughs> so yes, yeah, so once yeah. I had. I think it maybe, it really hits you. So, yeah, we got closer after mm-hmm. I had Brooklyn. But I think it probably really hits you when I left. When I graduated high school, I was like, I'm going with my dad to Japan. I, not only did I left, I left left. Yeah, mm-hmm. Japan. Because I was like, she's crazy. She just don't let me do nothing. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But it, um, I think that just naturally brings you closer. Because at the end of the day, that's my mom. I, right. can, I can go to her about things I can't go to my All dad right. about. So... And, and she going to be there, she regardless. She going to be Whether there. Whether I'm ugly and
0: stank, she going to be there. <laughs> going be right <laughs> For real. I know, like, for me, um, my mom had me when she was 17, and I had my daughter when I was 17. You know, so me and my mom grew up together, and my daughter and I grew up together. You know, so it's it's kind of hard there. I really had to, like, Try very hard to create a boundary because here I am growing up with my daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, so naturally you're just going to be close to family? her. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's, that's like my little BFF. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just like me and my mom, super close. You know, but um, she always created boundaries. So, like, even though I was super close with my mom, she, she let me know yeah. who was don't in charge. I it. never, mm-hmm. yeah, never disrespected her. Like, even, I'm 36 years old, I would never curse around my mom, mm-hmm. even though I don't curse. But if I did, I I just have that much respect for her that I wouldn't. Oh you God. know, um... <laughs> yes, yeah, so, talk to you, you so
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry, I just...
0: You know, it's it's just... But she had always created that boundary. Even though we had a super close relationship, I knew what it was. And that's the same with my daughter. She respects me to the fullest, you know what I mean? Because even though you're growing up together, they watch you, you know what I mean? And they watch how you maneuver, and they gain that respect for you based on how you carry yourself, you know? So um, I do think you can be friends with your children. I feel like you have to in some aspect because you know, you have to have that relationship where they can come and communicate with exactly. you. Exactly. You know, but at the same time, mm. it does have to be some boundaries there. And that, that just comes with respect, how you carry yourself, how you raise mm-hmm. them, how you treat them, you know, all of that comes How they talk, with their, that. They talk to you yeah. like
2: they talk to their little buddy at the high school. Yep. Yeah. You be like, don't get, don't, hey, yeah. I'm not Sasha. Don't get yeah. twisted. Exactly. <laughs> okay?
0: Exactly. <laughs> Next time on Sisters by Faith.
1: You about how they, you know, they're watching you, which yes, they are. How do you feel like with your, your girls now, because they're older, Mm -hmm. how do you feel like you, if you could rate yourself, how do you feel like you did?